the Cosmic Fire Podcast with your hosts, Phoenix and Kairos. And we're coming at you with episode 51. 51. Looks like we made it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Barry Manilow? If you know the answer to that, feel free to uh, smash that like button. <laughs> and if you know the answer to who sang this one. Use better, send us an email. Use better and get entered in our <laughs> raffle. <laughs> it's called, There was something in everything about you. <laughs> Baby, <laughs> Baby, come, come back. back. <laughs> man. Oh, man. I don't even remember who that was. Player. Oh, Ooh. I just gave it away. Oh, oh okay. Too bad. You should have hit that like button real quick there. Um. Yeah, my son is like, I got my son really into that video. That like video is awesome. When they all step up to the mic and just do Baby Come Back, it's just, it's pretty. It's a moment. Yeah, it's pretty iconic, as he would say. We should put it iconic? Iconic. I, oh, okay. We should you know put how it, kids just like to learn a new word and yeah. then they're like, everything's iconic? Yeah, yeah. totally. It, that was like when I learned the word epic and everything was epic. Yeah? Actually, I, I learned the word first. I lied. Oh, okay. I'm really into lying now. Oh, yeah. Since I found out all about Mercury being uh, the god of this world and um, Mammon, the god of Mammon. Fiat currency. Fiat currency, everything, right? Yeah, Technology. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're all worshiping Mercury here now. And so it's all about being a little lying trickster. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, you know, it seems to be how you get ahead in this world. Some, it definitely some is. Instances, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you know, you got to be willing to go with the flow, you know, don't have any integrity, just shape shift as needed. I know how to do that. I got a lot of mutable shit in All my right. chart. All so right. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready to finally make my mark in this world. Hell yeah. You going to share some of that with me? Uh, I gave you a lot of good ideas, you know, and, and it was like, if you make a lot of money, just uh, kick a little bit back my way. Right. Man, I'm I'm just waiting for all those chips to get cashed in, all those good ideas that I gave to people for free so that they could use it and do all the work of actually manifesting it and then kicking me back a little something because I had an idea. Well, I, you know, that's awesome. Also, yeah, that's you might my... want to remember some advice I heard from a, a very wise man once. What's that? Christina Hunks will, will break your bones if you talk about the sass mouth. Yeah, well, wiser words maybe have been said before, but those, I, th that's definitely up there at the top <laughs> of the wisest. Free hell. <laughs> but that's my retirement fund. Um, that's my big investment uh, strategy. Is just waiting, waiting for all those uh, royalty checks to come rolling in. There was something in, in everything about you. <laughs> Baby, come back. <laughs> Any Man. kind of fool could see that I was wrong. And, and I, I just can't live, live without you. you. <laughs> It's a, a good song. It's it a is, good man. name. Yeah. They had some good outfits and some pretty amazing hair. Yeah. Yeah. And um, some chops, too. I mean, they kind of seem like one of those Toto-esque studio musician bands. 
Yeah. But with, I would say, a lot more flair. I don't know. Don't I'm, make me break out my acoustic <laughs> guitar and start playing Africa. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, everybody who's listening who will, you know. Okay. What is another Toto song? Oh, wait, I know. Oh, I hate that song. Yeah, yeah let's we, not, we let's not even talk about that. that upon anybody. Yeah. Okay. So any Toto songs besides Africa or the one that starts with an R, which shall not be named? R? Rosanna. Oh, I thought Wasn't it was that? Joanna. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just gave it away. Um, but We're down at Dead there, Horse Farms over here. Just, is there uh, even another Toto song that exists? Well, they had albums, so there's probably something on there. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly. I killed an old man on mm-hmm. the way. <laughs> Hoping to find some crusty dollar bill stuck in his socks. Wow. Yeah. That's dark. <laughs> you came up with the killing the old man on the way. <laughs> I think that's because we were living in Miami Beach and there were a lot of like really lecherous. Crusty old men. Crusty old men that were like, I don't know, like trying to grab me. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It was very weird. Definitely weird vibes. a creepy old man problem. Yeah. They're probably all dead now, though. <laughs> you know? Great. <laughs> they probably did. I mean, those guys, well, the, a lot of those guys were kind of survivors, you know? Yeah, I don't know. They were, like, too high to die. I mean, were they even real people is Ooh, what I question. like to ask. Okay, so what do you guys think? Is there such a thing as people who are here on the planet who are real people with real souls and like what we think of as people. And are there also people on this planet who do not have souls? What do you think? This is kind of, this is kind of an interesting thing. You know, there are people out there that believe that there are some people walking around without souls. They're just kind of placeholders or they're sometimes called NPCs in like video game language. What do you think? Is that a real thing? Are there NPCs walking around out there? I'd love to, I'd love to hear people's comments and thoughts on that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, when I first heard someone say that there are folks walking around in this realm without souls, I, at first, really resisted that idea. And I think this goes to the habit that I used to have of always projecting my own qualities onto people who may not have them. So now I'm actually really curious, like, you know, maybe there are people out there that don't have souls. I don't Hashtag know. empath problems. Empath problems. Yeah, I mean, but so many of us do it, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, you just made a, a video about that. I did. Projecting I your goodness and spiritual maturity onto the, <laughs> the losers around you. Isn't that what it was called? I think, yeah. Yeah. It had a shorter title, but I think that was the longer subtitle. <laughs> yeah, I did a video um, on projection. So that's on the Lightworker Training channel on YouTube, if you want to check that out. Um But yeah, it's a thing. And I think people tend to think of projection as this um, 
negative thing where we're projecting our like shadow aspects or disowned parts of self onto others and, you know, not taking responsibility for the shit that's ours and thinking it's all coming from something out there. But in my experience, there is a lot of this other thing going on, which is also just as problematic, of projecting positive qualities onto people who don't possess those qualities, you know, and just assuming, oh, everybody is this smart or everybody's this sensitive <laughs> or everyone is this caring or everyone is this, you know, fill in the blank, whatever that thing is, that quality that you possess, that you take for granted, that, you know, might be an exceptional gift or skill of some kind. And you don't, it's so easy that you don't really think about it, but it, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Like it was not until I was pretty well into, I want to say my thirties before I realized like I had certain things going on that a lot of other people didn't, yeah. you know? Yeah. I thought maybe it's just because I'm crazy. And there was some, you know, there's definitely some craziness in there. But that wasn't the only reason why I had this very different way of perceiving things. Yeah. It was just, I, my mind just worked differently. My heart just worked differently, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, most most empaths that I know fairly well, we've all had this string of relationships with narcissists, borderlines, you know just straight up users and it's almost like you just got to keep encountering that yeah before you realize oh not everybody feels you know other people's pain and wants to help yeah 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 it's Baby, pretty come back <laughs> it's pretty interesting and i think this is um this is a good thing to talk about because i feel like as we cultivate these gifts more and more, like really fine-tuning our intellectual intelligence, emotional intelligence, the capacity for our hearts to be able to feel all the things and, and really empathize with um, all the suffering that's going on in the world. But also, you know, because I think we have to get really... Um, advanced with that kind of holistic intelligence if we're going to graduate from this realm, which I do see as a school of sorts for our souls. And But the catch-22 on that is that as we become even more sensitized to things and aware of things, there's even more... Um, tendency i think to take on other people's pain and suffering without even understanding that that's what's happening so i think along with that cultivation of more sensitivity and more holistic intelligence and awareness we also have to cultivate that kind of awareness and discernment and analytical um capacity to sort out the stuff that's ours and stuff that isn't like really get super fine-tuned on what's the energy of our true self 
and any and noticing just any time it gets off, you know, because I don't know for I don't know if this is true for um, folks listening, but this is definitely been true I've seen for myself and a lot of folks that I've talked to it's getting more challenging to do that as we go along I mean it gets it gets to be more of a habit so in that sense it's easier but it's like how do I say this the negative consequences of not doing it are getting more intense. <laughs> so it's getting more intense all around, I think. I would also say that, um, and one of the things I'd like to bring up for discussion today is the, so I'd also say that the scamdemic energy and all, you know, that was just the first wave of a continual kind of stream of psyops and not that they weren't happening before because they've been happening since we've, you know, since we've all been alive, anybody who's listening to this, but it ramped up considerably. And, you know, we've been talking about this period we're in as world war three and I kind of date the official start of world war three as January, 2020. But I feel like one of the, you know, so interesting astrological confluence of events too, which is Saturn moving into Aquarius, great conjunction happening in Aquarius. And, you know, to me, this is like the, basically the doorstep of the age of Aquarius. You know, we kind of just, just came across the threshold, but one of the things with Aquarius that you know, is definitely possible and that we've definitely seen happening is groupthink. You know, it's like we, Aquarius as a sign is sort of geared to give up its individuality. It's the universal air sign, right? So we, one way of looking at universal air is we're all thinking the same thing. You know, we're all thinking in laps, lockstep. And if you think as I do that probably 60% of the people that we think our people are actually placeholders or NPCs or just holographic entities that are generated to kind of, you know, populate our experience in this world. Those, you know, a certain percentage of those can be configured by the central computer database, whatever's Yaldabaoth, whatever's running the simulation here, right? the Borg, the matrix to not only engage in the group think, but also exert influence on actual people with souls to go along with the group thing. So I feel like that kind of makes it a dicier environment for those of us who are really alive and trying to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Something I was seeing on that, and this is like a thing that I've always thought was interesting about Aquarius because it is really about the individual right and individual sovereignty i know that's a word that we can't say right now but um but that that um connection to the universal mind i think is really key because if you're not connected to your true self your higher self the oversoul god however you want to think of it you're not going to 
feel that um, that sense of your immortal being that helps you to be in your true authority. If you don't know who you're, who you are as a child of God, however you want to say it, then you're not going to understand how to wear your crown, right? Because you're going to think you're just some beggar or slave on this planet when you're not. Um, So interestingly, I think there's something that's going on with this where it's like that um, it's like who's in your crown? Are you plugged into the false gods of this world or are you plugged into, you know, your true self? Because I think that's really where that um, you could be plugged into the real universal mind or you could be plugged into the fake Borg hive mind. And that to me, I think, is um, kind of a helpful thing to look at. Because I've always thought it was interesting. It's like, well, how can Aquarius be all about the group, but all about the individual at the same time? And maybe it's more about, well, if you're in alignment with your true self, you'll be in alignment with unity, the true organic unity consciousness of creation versus the weird groupthink stuff that's going on on the planet as a control mechanism. Yeah, I mean, Aquarius is the sign of the individual in relation to the collective or to the group, right? So, and I got to give props to Eric Eric Francis for this one. He he really tuned me into the some of the intricacies of the, the Leo-Aquarius axis. But, you know, he pointed out somewhere around the beginning of 2020 that with Aquarius if you're, you have to become individuated to become a meaningful member of a group, Mm. you can be part of the collective as a non-individuated automaton, you know, robot slave. Right. But that's a, that's a mob. It's not a group. The mob is control. The mob doesn't think for itself. It's just acting out the directives of whoever's, you know, the, the authority, right? Yeah. Whoever controls it, whoever runs it. So, yeah. Yeah. So that would be like having a virus in your corona, in your crown, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you were like tuned into the fake universal mind. Yeah. I mean, some people think of the parasitic entities that, um, you know, are feeding off of living beings in this realm as a, as a kind of virus. Yeah. 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 And then they like to put this idea out there that we're the virus yeah, on this planet. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're the cancer on climate the earth. change, bro. It's because climate change, bro. And it's because humans are dirty and so are animals. We're and dirty, bro. we should probably get rid of all carbon. Bugs are good, though. Bugs are clean. <laughs> bugs are clean, bro. Bug, we can grow bugs in labs, bro. Yeah, super clean, bro. Super clean. <laughs> hey, we should take a break on that okay. happy note. <laughs> okay. um, I got to go get another cricket burger. Um, getting mm, a little hungry over here. That sounds so good. And Watching then, Angelina Jolie eat a scorpion just made me feel so good inside. I said, everything in this world is as it should be. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nothing weird going on here. Nothing weird going on in that uh, <laughs> that thing at all. Man. Woo! All right. All right. Hey, thanks for listening to the Cosmic Fire Podcast. This is Phoenix just reminding you that if you're not into the Great Reset, maybe you'd be into a seven-minute energy reset. It's like a li- it's like the less than Great Reset, but it'll make you feel great. And it's only three bucks. It only takes seven minutes, and you can get it right now at cosmicfire.org/shop. It's a seven-minute energy reset with a guided meditation by me and a really beautiful soundtrack by Souls Are Stars. All right, we uh, like to thank our sponsors, the Seven Minute Energy Reset Company, <laughs> um, for sponsoring this podcast. Man, it's only three bucks. Yeah, it's only three bucks, and it only takes seven minutes. Now, how perfect is that for the modern day attention span? What's seven times three? Uh, I don't know. 21, 21. is three, is yeah. the Empress card. Boom. Boom. And also the world, right? Decode your realities. No, I think the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the world is 21. Yep. It's a 22nd card, but the fool is zero. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, so Venus and Saturn controlling material or material wealth and abundance whoa can oh, give a shout out to live saturn yeah yeah i'm picking up what you're putting down gotta give a shout out to Levette there yeah we've been watching a lot of Levette lately yeah and she's into venus and saturn not so much into mercury in his current <laughs> incarnation but um yeah yeah so um yeah yeah. Lovette.com. Yeah, that's no, a great... I, I mean, I don't... We could put a link to her podcast if you want to check it out. Yeah, we should, yeah. Um, that's a great... That, that uh, seven-minute energy reset is great. Yeah. I've, I've listened to it on my own in secret when I thought you weren't watching. <laughs> <laughs> and it really works. And the music's really cool. I'm really proud of the music. Yeah. There's some toning in there. And it's, it's like a specific frequency. It's the sun... Sunday frequency. Yeah. It's kind of trippy, man. It'll kind of like, you know, you're not going to hallucinate too much in seven minutes, but (laughs) if you listen to it on shuffle mode for like four or five times, it'd probably take you to a very deep or very high place. But yeah. Guaranteed no creepy subliminal messaging. Only good subliminal. (laughs) No, just kidding. We don't do that. I mean, that's another thing that I feel like. You know, like what we were talking about before with having to be really clear about what's your stuff and what's the weird collective energies, or it could even be like energies from friends or loved ones that we are feeling, right? Um, Getting really clear on that is so key. And I think this other thing, just thinking of the subliminal programming reminded me, it's so important to be really clear about what thoughts were energizing, what um, pictures, symbols, um, think like um, music, things like that, what things were energizing with our consciousness, what things we're paying attention to and giving life to. Baby, come back. <laughs> That's what you just say to yourself if you get lost in some you know, negative fantasy. 
<laughs> right. You know, but I just want to say, like, it's really important for us to be aware of, like, any time we're looking at, like, some dark shit um, or some even just, like, crap on mainstream media, it's really... And that includes all social media. It's really important to clear that energy, like clear it out of your space. If you feel like you've put energy into something, you can always, you know, resend, revoke, um, reclaim that energy, clear that energy um, anywhere where you might be feeding into stuff. I just feel like that's super important right now because as we get stronger and stronger, and become more and more of our true selves, it's really important to pay attention to what we're manifesting, you know? So I think that's part of the key of um, completing this game here too, if you want to think of it as a game, but um, completing this earth school, uh, you know, whatever, whatever grade, whatever level you're at, um, that's one of the things I think we really need to understand if we're going to be able to graduate and go someplace else yeah yeah you can we get just astonishingly weird here for a minute yes okay i thought you'd never ask so we we may have talked about this on a previous podcast but i think it's worth bringing up again and it's the idea i got part of this hit from uh i can't remember her name's book the space fence lockdown book where um she was saying that Basically, you know, with all the stuff that's been sprayed in the sky with the cell towers and all that stuff, um, that they actually, she sees things like COVID as these suggestions, subliminal suggestions that are targeted and carried over the cellular radio waves, you know, through your phones. Um, and even just if you're outside driving around, whatever that have symptom pictures and and it's pretty crazy like the amount of decoding how the brain works that has already been done you know and so they can actually send these frequency messages that penetrate your body and then your brain picks up and is like oh i you know and so that's being reinforced by the messaging on media and social media and through peers and maybe some NPCs around you who basically exist in your field just to try to make you sick. You know, as I, as I tell my clients a lot lately, you're probably the highest vibrational being in your locality. You're probably the highest vibrational being at, at your job, in your family, where you live. And so you're a target in a spiritual world war because they don't want you you know, the matrix doesn't want you or the forces of evil, whatever, do not want you to totally break free. Cause once you get to a certain point, you're not going back, you mm -hmm. know, like we, we always say they can only yeah. hope, you know, they can only hope to slow us down. They can't stop us at this point, Yeah. but there's a lot of targeting. And so, you know, one of the things that I think I want to piggyback on is like we're, what we're giving our mental, spiritual, emotional energy to is when we recognize, oh man, I'm feeling like I, you know, my chest is all congested and I've got like runny nose or whatever, you know, what's the programming nowadays? Oh, yeah. I must have COVID, right? Yeah. 
or whatever. And it's or whatever the yeah, and it'll know, be something thing else du jour next. Is. Right. Yeah, there's always going to be another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have done that seventeenth uh, vax lottery state. You know, if I would have <laughs> just left West Virginia alone, I would have been fine. Right. <laughs> um, they say the thirty fifth booster is the one. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one that sends you down. Um, okay, so that's part of it is recognizing it really is all you know we live and Lavette was talking about this on one of the videos that we were watching but we currently live in an environment that as the bible said is controlled by the prince of the powers of the air so you know air is frequency it's words it's language right yeah and so recognizing that and taking our power back from those thoughts and being like hey guess what you can broadcast all the symptom pictures at me that you want but I don't actually believe in that. So I'm not going to, I refuse to like play along with that. That's really powerful, which leads me into here's maybe the, the even weirder part. I'm not sure, but one of the things that I'm really tuned into is that there's this shift in the collective mentality and energy. And I feel like people are waking up to the horror of what, we've been put through the last three years and a lot of people aren't waking up on a conscious level they're totally ego resisting they don't want to acknowledge what has happened what maybe what role they played in it what they've done to themselves that made you know not be totally reversible right and even if they didn't buy into the whole you know c19 narrative or whatever it's like we've just been bombarded by so much heavy stuff so I think there's that's going on, that there's this roiling kind of, it's almost like a, a pot of water on the stove. It's just starting to bubble and simmer, but it's not turned up enough that it's going to boil over, you know, but it's this like kinetic energy that's just kind of holding at a certain point. That's going to start breaking loose in, you know, over the course of the year. And so that's going to be really interesting. But I feel like we're at a point right now where, being aware of that and calling that out to yourself within your own experience can be really powerful because I feel like what tends to happen in that situation is the say 60% of the people, including NPCs are just staying in denial. They're resolutely not going to look at what they're feeling, why they're feeling it. They're projecting, you know, the blame onto somebody else or something else, or just pretending it isn't happening now there's all of this collective unconscious energy and emotion of disease, sickness, shame, regret, fear, anger, rage that has nowhere to go, but it's still there. So with the pot on the stove, it's putting vapor out into the air. And if you're walking by, you're going to get hit with some of that vapor. So I feel like it's really important to tune into that. And then also... I think it's important for us, you know, those of us who are somewhat awakened and are awakening to really recognize how brutal the last three years has been. You know, we were talking earlier about just some physical stuff that we've had going on and, you know, just not feeling great. And it's really easy to get down on yourself. You know, it's like, man, I look, look in the mirror and I look, you know, five, 10 years older than I did three years ago. You know, some, some days, most days I look really handsome, but, um, it's true, but 
you know, there's those days where you're like, oh man, I, I knew I shouldn't have took all those tabs of acid. I knew I shouldn't look in the mirror, right? <laughs> Don't look in the mirror. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like it's really, I just feel like I needed to say that because, you know, we couldn't really, we probably still can't see the magnitude of it, but we've been kind of, you know, looking back um, over the last three years and just kind of noticing some episodes and just kind of coming to this realization of like, wow, that was so brutal. It was so brutal. Like having to decide, am I going to, you know, like skip dinner or just have some crappy dinner because we've only got, you know, whatever, or am I going to go to the store and face, you know, the, the waves of fear and rage and, you know, the security guard that's going to try to make me put a mask on or whatever. And it's like, whether you went along with the mask thing or didn't, whether you believed in the, you know, the official narrative or not, you still got hammered. You know, we nobody got out of this scot-free. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important to to pay attention to because there's we are we were all affected by what happened and different people had different strategies for how they were going to deal with what was going on and what I saw was that for the most part, you know, I mean, I'm not talking about like evil people or like paid shills or anything like that. I'm talking about real people, real people that I was seeing were doing whatever they thought was the most helpful thing. Everyone was trying to do what was right. Now, did they have very different ideas about what was right? Yes. <laughs> Everybody had different ideas of what the best thing to do was. And But I think it's important to see that we are all going through this process. And on a spiritual level, it's not so much about how we're navigating materialistic aspects of things. It's about the energy that we be and are we staying centered in love or are we making our choices from fear? Because I don't care if you're pro-vax, anti-vax or somewhere in between, which I feel like most people are probably somewhere in between, right? Um, you are either making your choices of if you're pro or anti, whatever, you know, any choice that you make in life, it's either coming from a place of love and empowerment, or it's coming from a place of fear and contraction and separation from, you know, your true self, from spirit, right? So that to me is is the only thing that really matters. So a lot of this divisive bullshit that's been put forward in the media is, and I'm sure it's got all kinds of symbols and subliminal shit all over it too, which I think, you know, just to be, just to be weird about it, you know, there's like all kinds of layers of occult shit going on all over the place on every side. I don't care what your beliefs are. There's a psyop for everybody and some fucking spells on shit everywhere you go, you know, guaranteed there's going to be some bots and parasites and Borg people in there, whatever, you know, demons and shit. So it's it and it's, it's all an opportunity, right? It's all an opportunity for us 
to really up level and get super fucking real with ourselves about where we're at, what our priorities are, what we're putting our time and energy into, what vibration are we operating at? Because I feel like as shit gets crazier, this we all know there's shit going on in this world that's not sustainable. It's fucked up. There's some serious corruption and issues, right? And all that shit is going down. Now, is it going to try to take out as many people as possible on the way down? Yeah, I think that's probably true. But we don't have to go down. You know, we can do whatever it is we came here to do as a soul and we can grow and we can bring in that energy of whatever the new thing is going to be. So I would just encourage us all to just keep remembering to not get so entranced and mesmerized by the sinking Titanic, right? Or this catastrophe and that catastrophe and this new piece of fear porn in the news or social media or the truther communities or whatever, you know, just let's pay attention to what we are creating and what we would like to see, Rather than putting attention on what happened in the past, what's happening now, how fucked up everything is, if we're putting attention on that, we're creating that. Like, sorry, that's real. If you're, if you're looking at paying attention to things that are negative, you're creating more negativity. That's just how it is. Like now you can look at negative things. And like I said, you can pull your energy back. You can shield up. You can go in with intention and say, I'm just going to look at this, but I'm not going to give it my energy. Right. That's different. So, you know, you're, you're a magician. You can run it however you want. The only thing that limits it is your imagination. So literally whatever you can imagine is possible. But, like, let's focus on creating what we do want, right? I mean, to me, that's, that's the thing that kind of sucked our life force energy out of the last few years, you know, and why everybody's looking so old and, and, yeah, and yeah. so beat down, you know, is because we, um, you know, got a lot of our life force stolen, you know, but we can reclaim it too. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's one of the things that we were seeing as we were looking back is we both got kind of, um, sucked down some rabbit holes, you know, or just, just, you know, got caught up in the investigating, you know, why is this happening? What's happening? And like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it's just, you know, when you get entranced into this outrage or this i've got to find out why you know this is happening or why you know this is showing up like this to the point that it takes over your life and you know and i think a lot of people unfortunately live in that level of social media whether there's a crisis or not you know yeah but so i think one of the things that that i've been really um just tuning into and trying to remain aware of and that I feel like I want to share with our listeners is I do feel like there's a need to look back in the sense of, Hey, what happened there? What happened? How did I end up feeling this drained or how did I end up, you know, struggling with whatever? 
oh, you know what? If I had it to do over again, I would have stopped my investigations into the election fraud thing after a couple days because I already, you know, it took me like two days to figure out like, oh yeah, um, Trump, Trump did win the popular election in a landslide. Right. And I mean, I think anybody who's paying attention is aware of that. So whatever. (laughs) Um, but I don't need to know the details of how everything was rigged in every state and who was behind it. It's like, I know who's behind it. I don't know the names, but I don't need to know. And so I would definitely, you know, change that. But also, I feel like it's really important to go back to those past selves and say, hey, I understand why you felt that was so necessary. I feel how traumatized you were in that moment. You just lived through the most massive coordinated global media blitz slash frequency warfare that we, you know, that's ever been known in this realm. And you're kind of just a little shaken, you know, so you did the best you could. And next time we're going to do better. We're not going to, you know, buy into it. Right. But I think it's really important to go validate to our past selves. Hey, you know, you could have done better, but it's not your fault. And so, because otherwise we're going to, it's really easy to get stuck in that shame spiral kind of energy. Yeah. And then when the next side up comes along, you're right for the picking. Well, yeah, it's true. It's uh, We have to learn how to, you know, think on our feet and be more resilient. Notice when we start getting sucked into, um, you know, one of those energy harvesting systems, you know. So it's just all a distraction, really. I mean, that's the main thing that the parasite has. You know, a lot of the stuff seems really scary because we've given it our power. The only power it has is our power. You know, if, if, if these entities are parasites, like they depend on us for food, that tells you a lot, right? It's like, that tells you how powerful we are. So it's, yeah, it's important, I think, to kind of keep stuff in the periphery because you don't want to get sideswiped by, you know, suddenly going to the grocery store and it turns out like <laughs> there's an armed guard that's, you know, going to make you do X, Y, Z, you know, jump through whatever hoop to be able to get food. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to know some of these things that are going on, but it's really important to focus less on that and focus more on what we're creating and yeah, not shame spiraling about where we make mistakes, but just going, Oh, whoops. Um, but no harm, no foul. I'm just going to, I'm going to clear the energy. I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to move on. Lesson learned. Baby, come back. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I'm singing to my soul. Come back from your shame spiral. Yeah. Baby, come back. (laughs) Any kind of fool could see that I was wrong to read all that stuff about Trump 2020. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these psyops are really well designed. Man. And they're so intriguing. Like, who wouldn't want to know, you know, what's going on with this? What's going on with that? And I think it's 
great to be curious, but, you know, maybe there's something else we'd rather be learning, like how to play that <laughs> one scale or, like, you oh, know. Oh, are you talking about the, the Middle Eastern scale? No, I a, wasn't. A Phrygian? No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, now I'm kind of disappointed, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> are you talking about Project Bluebeam? Yeah, dude! Can you believe Let's they pulled the, into it? Can you believe they pulled the UFO card out already? Oh yes, absolutely. I was I not just, expecting that. I think it's just going to be one thing after another. There's always going to be some new bright shiny thing to capture our attention. <laughs> A literally bright shiny <laughs> octagonal object. <laughs> to, to me, that says we're winning. The, the awakening forces of good are winning. If they had to pull the UFO card already, <laughs> come on. It's only, we're only three years in. There is a level of desperation that's palpable. Yeah. And so I do feel like things are going to ramp up pretty quickly. We're going to see some really wild shit go down in the next couple of years. Well, next what? you know, several years, but, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean, we've had what feels like a little bit of a respite. Um, and so that's good. You know, yeah, we get to have our great reset of our energy or just a seven minute reset. And then, um, we can, you know, be ready for whatever the next thing is. I personally am getting ready by getting back into my dance practice, and that feels really good. Yay. I'm also going to grow a lot of medicine this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. I love the herbs. Yep. The her herbs love you. Man. It's a it's it's like a reciprocal. You, yeah. 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 I think it's that Virgo thing. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, going to keep working on um, my football plays. With uh, Kobe, <laughs> with the dog. We're getting pretty good. Yeah. yeah well, you we guys got up, a new football. We got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the greatest dog toy of all time. If you get, if you have a dog, you have to check out the squeaky hamburger. It's just, it's the all-time greatest can dog toy. Can we put toy. a link to that? Yeah. And then people can check out the just incredibly joyful reviews <laughs> of this it's the greatest dog toy of all time. It really is. We thought it was just us. And then we went hunting online trying to find um, another one because our favorite store, ha, 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 Walmart <laughs> stopped selling them. And <laughs> as you know, that's like the <laughs> only store around here. Um, we, we met our contractual obligation. <laughs> we have right to mention. Right at the very end. Oh, man. I, I want to say something about the the horrible smells but any i'll save that for next time um but, but yeah so we searched online and of course found it on amazon of all places right but there you know it just made us feel really good seeing that we weren't the only ones who were a totally insane about our dog and b whose dog was totally insane <laughs> yeah, about yeah. these hamburger toys yeah so yeah just pro tip it's a thing Hamburger of toy. Yep. All right. Well, we'll be back in uh, March 1st. Yeah, with a forecast. Ready to March 4th into, um, into Saturn and Pisces era. Saturn and Pisces? Yeah, that's oh, happening Saturn's, in March. Saturn's moving into Pisces yeah. already? Yeah. Dang, bro. Yeah. All right. We're going to leave some of this uh, group think behind and go to group feel. 
Wow, that didn't oh. sound good. <laughs> That's like Pisces after dark. Garfield, man. <laughs> uh, All right, well, till next time. Love you. 